Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, cars of the year. I don't know what's going on in the studio. He's already banging stuff. Welcome to it, a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler. How are you? How are you? I'll tell you what I... Completely forgot, well, not even forgot. I did. I wasn't even aware that at Metricon Stadium last night, and we do a sports show. It wasn't until Monday night or Tuesday night it was that I realised there was a game: Australia versus West Indies, T Twenty mm. friendly, mm. and Australia had all of their stars: Pat Cummins, uh, Warner, the Big Show, Maxwell, yep. Aaron Finch, yep. and there was what three thousand people there. On a Wednesday night, it's always going to be difficult. But in saying that, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, they won by with one ball to spare. Didn't yeah, they, yeah. And so. Aaron Finch, who's been under a lot of pressure, was was outstanding. So yeah, it's uh, starting to ramp up now. I'm looking forward to it. West Indies again on Friday night at the Gabba. Then the Poms on Sunday uh, in Perth. What's it called? Optus Stadium, isn't it? And then yep. I think there's a couple of more games. The World Cup kicks off on the 16th. Got some of test October. matches against South Africa. Yeah, well. and, and the West Indies. West Indies yep. first, then South Africa. So it's going to be a good – it's going to be a massive – I mean, basically the cricket season's now until the end of March or, or end of February, and then I think we've got the Ashes in England. Mm, okay. So it's – it's mate, she's on. She's on like Donkey Kong. Anyway, Bathurst 1000, so much sport going on this weekend. You've got your T20s, you've got your – yeah, your Bathurst 1000, lots of carnage there, there so is, far. Yeah, a lot of heavy rain, like really heavy rain, I've got to say. And it's uh, day one, not only in the uh, the V8s, but the uh, yeah the, the Dunlop Support Series saw a couple of uh, high-speed crashes um, at some of the you know, more innocuous turns. Um, but in saying that, we're going to see a lot of carnage this weekend with the weather. Oh, I, I'll tell you what, we're also going to see a lot of carnage when people have turned up who have buried their grog. Yeah, to find it gone because mm. they've really they've, they've they've clamped down on it. Yeah, just year. educate the listeners because there are people who actually go up there a month in advance and and bury their alcohol. Bury their alcohol because you only allowed one carton on course per per port person per day per day. <laughs> so per day per day that would last me three weeks. Yeah, not 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 at Bathurst it would. I reckon mm. you'd even have three stubbies a day at mm. Bathurst. So then they go redig it, of course, and but there are a lot more surveillance these days. I don't reckon they'd get away with no, it. No, they're not. They've, they've really clamped down yeah. on it. So uh, and some of them are just washed away. Uh, there, there is a lot of grog going down Conrad Strait as we uh, as we speak. Conrad. So. What I say, Not Conrad. Conrad. Oh, that's that used to be the casino. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, the other thing I want to mention: Chris Nelson Racing Queensland's got some tips for us this weekend. Can he back up the eighteen to one shot? He tipped us last week. Tristo uh, Merlehan from Top Sport. Poor night from Aquas Farm. We'll find out what's going in, on in the bedroom at Aquas Farm with what? the with the horses. Oh, yeah, they're a breeding joint. Mm. What if they got mood lighting? Yes, in the room. Yep, dark. 
not so dark and a little bit lighter. Mm. But it's the tunes they play. Is it? Yeah. Is it Barry White? Is it Pony by Genuine? <laughs> that's that's the one. That gets I mean, that gets a lot of people in the mood. <laughs> Why can't it get horses? Exactly. So, uh that's happening. We've got a lot to do. And by the way, we've talked about this all week. And if you're not entering this competition, you're an idiot. You can win yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this barbecues. summer. They are. They are they are classy. You don't want anything else. You want this. This is an amazing. My mate's got one, and I just drool at it all the time. Go to iCanWin.com.au to win the Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown. All you have to do is put in your details and stand by. You could be a winner. Don't don't hesitate. You'll get a brand spanking new barbecue if you are the lucky one for summer. What more can we do for you? This is Sports Day. Stray's Most Wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Time for uh, an NRL update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, Big news. Big news for the Dragons. Benny Hunt, who's hopped on a plane with the rest of the Australian Rugby League team uh, today, heading over to Manchester, has re-signed with the Dragons, Sats. Yeah, it's... uh... It's a big signing for the Dragons. Now, at one stage there, Benny Hunt, from all reports, was saying, listen, I'll re-sign if you can guarantee Anthony Griffin's job. They've had a strong relationship for a number of years. Uh, to their credit, the Dragons said, no, we're not coming into that. We're not letting a player dictate terms to us in our future. Um, and on the back of that, uh, it is great news, and, and they need him there. Uh, he's going to be the closest thing to, to guiding them to towards the finals. But um, what has happened on the back of that is young Jaden Sullivan apparently has asked for an immediate release to join the Bulldogs. Yeah. Because playing the same positions, obviously he sees that there's there's no future for him there. Uh, he's contracted till the end of 2025, Jaden Sullivan, one of their very good youngsters, him, Tyrell Sloan, uh, Cody Ramsey, uh, just to name a few, and uh, Talatoa Mone as well. They've come through the, the junior reps all together. And um, all, all I can say is... you. To guys like Tyrell Sloan and Jaden Sullivan, you've got to do your time. You've got to earn your jersey through not just playing really good rugby league in the junior reps. You've got to be able to do it, one, the training paddy. You've got to have great work ethic, great attitude. Now, I'm not saying they don't. I, I don't know. I don't know them. but And I'm, I'm saying they would have a great work ethic. I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But don't be too, don't be too urgent to be there straight away. Um, the mindset that players like Jaden Sullivan should take would be, I'm coming off the bench at the moment. I'm playing a little bit of dummy half, or I've got to say he's, he's very, very good at. Actually educate yourself. Yeah. You know, watch your Ben Hunts and watch your, these players, Jaden Sewers, these sort of players. Watch them and see how they prepare for games and and just try and extract as much information out of them as possible because you're getting an education on the run and an education from a coach like Anthony Griffin who knows how to develop young men into NRL players. So... I was going to say, I'd like to say to Jaden Sullivan and, and uh, Tyrell Slane, guys, have faith in the coach. He'll he'll turn yeah. you into a very good rugby league player. Oh, and just on that, have a look at spend as much time as you can with Benny Hunt. Mm. He's gone through these struggles in his life, yeah, and he's quite often played out of his preferred position as well. So there's a guy you can actually look up to. And, and, and get some experience from because he's been through all of this himself. I so. want to know why Jaden Sullivan, if contracted till the end of 2025, wants to leave immediately to join the Bulldogs. Like, why is that discussion even ha- been had by his manager? And if the Dragons, if the Dragons uh, have got some steel, they don't let him go. Mm. 
You know what I mean? If he doesn't want to perform and play first grade, well, he doesn't play first grade. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's all on him. Hey, th- th- I hate talking about this, and I know you do two sats. We hate talking about coaches potentially being fired or let go. Yep. But there are a lot of strong rumours coming out of the Sea Eagles today. I'm led to believe that Des Hasler will be shown the door as of Monday afternoon, maybe Tuesday. On what grounds? Uh, they, I think they feel as though the club needs to has moved beyond Des's coaching. He's got one more year left. Yeah, he's got to... one more year to go. Um, Anthony Seabold has been mentioned as a possible replacement. Um, he's uh, back in England at the moment. Yeah, he's with the English Rugby Union side with yep. Eddie Jones. Uh, there's been there are some other. Um, people that are in management positions and coaching positions that have been involved in that club that may also be moved on as well. Um, so I, I hope I'm wrong here. I hope Desi get, does get to play out his his final year because you've got to remember he, he's missing one of the best players in the game in Tommy Trebojevic. Now, if Tommy Trebojevic plays all season, Manly make the finals and we're not having this conversation. So I'd like to think that Des gets through to next year. And I'd like to think with Tommy Trebojevic back and some of those really young players that have been blooded this year, that they'll have a better 2023 20, and he, he rides off into the sunset, you know, in his, under his own terms because he deserves that. Mm. He, de- he deserves to be there till the end of his contract and that's what the contract's for. I know it doesn't mean much. Why do you think there's a sudden change in wanting Desi there and not wanting him there? Now, Has it got to do with the new CEO, perhaps? No, no, Tommy Mestroff, well, he's a proud manly boy. And, yeah, of course. You know, and but he's got to run a club. He does have to run a club. And he's got to look after all aspects, commercial aspects, membership, whatever it may be, partnerships. Um, and we don't know whether this is, you know, whether management has spoken to players and felt as though that, felt as though that, that Des maybe has lost his, his aura around coaching, modern, what they call modern-day coaching. Um, I won't buy into that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also spoke to you and Badge about this before I went on holidays. You guys are saying that a lot of CEOs don't have a say yeah, in the some, coach and that. It's a board thing. Yeah, some CEOs – well, the CEO doesn't make a decision. It's the board in the end makes the decision. But, so has he possibly lost trust with the board? But the CEO – well, there might be some members on the board that, that feel as though that they're getting locked out of the football I just, department. I don't understand where it's coming from because it seemed like a month ago it was okay. Mm. Oh, it hasn't been okay there since, well, since the Pride round. But yeah, that wasn't Des. No, it's not Des, but it's a club as a whole and how it was handled. And it wasn't Des. But that's Des. not Desi. Desi no. was the one who stood before no, the media. I, I know it's not Des, and I get that. But what I'm talking about is that there are some parts of the, whether it's the board or management, that feel as though they're being shut out of the football department. And everyone's got to be able to communicate together. And there's people, some factions at Manly feel as though that Des shuts the rest of the, the club out of all discussions. But wait, Des... Des and the football department didn't know about the pride round. No, I'm not. I'm talking about all aspects. That it's sort of like an us versus them mentality with the football department and the rest of the the organisation. Now, don't, I, yeah. I don't know whether that's true or not, but you know, they're the they're the, some of the allegations and the rumours that are getting around. I've just got to say, take a breath. Me or them? No, everyone. <laughs> You yes, included. Yes. You're getting fired. No, up. I hate it, mate. Yeah, well, I, so hate do it. I. I hate it. I hate the fact that this has been played out in the media. But I just Desi's a good man. Who's as well. leaked this? This is this is what gives me the you know you know what. Yeah, I just say everyone take a breath, let them get through the preseason, uh, get through the next season when you have got Tommy Trebojevic on board. And you know what? After you know seven or eight rounds, if things haven't changed and Manly aren't winning. Then start having some discussions. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand. 21 years in a row. This is Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au.
Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Sports update time. Uh, watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Watch the lead-up games too. That was a great game of cricket last night between the Windies and the Aussies. It was. At Karab. Pity. Just such a pity there wasn't a bigger crowd there. Supercars series leader Shane Van Gisbergen was pretty annoyed with himself after he was lucky to escape serious damage to his car following a hairy moment in the opening practice at Bathurst. It's wet and there's a lot of people struggling. It's miserable. Yeah, yeah it's miserable. 35 mils of rain, I think, today. Yeah, and he is regarded as one of the most aggressive drivers on the circuit too, Shane Van Gisbergen. And um, in these conditions, the conditions they're, that they're driving in, you know, you, the strategy's got to change. Your methodology's got to change. So uh, it's going to be interesting whether he uh, he takes on that same <clears throat> that same approach. I tell you what, I'm, I'm hearing stories that the bloke, if you want to have a couple of bucks on, gamble responsibly. Dave Reynolds won in 2017 with a hammer down. Loves driving in the wet. Crazy bloke. He's He's got a He's great, a mud runner, is he? Yeah, likes yeah. it. He's a, a very careful driver. So, uh, yeah, very opinionated, uh, but also very good in the wet. Uh, we saw that Australia, we've talked about it, uh, crawled over the line against the Windies overnight. Uh, Aaron Finch, as you said, made 58. But Matthew Wade came to the rescue of the Aussies. He's again. tough, isn't he? He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Now, can I just say, look at our – our wicket keepers over the years that for many times in games, and this is not a big game, but it is in, in the scheme of pre- preparing for the T20 World Cup, the wicket keepers over the years who aren't known batters have come in and saved Australia on numerous occasions. You know, Rod Marsh used to do it. Ian Healy was famous for it. Border. Adam, no, wicket keepers. Oh, wicket, sorry. Yeah. Adam Gilchrist ended up becoming one of the world's best batters. You and- said Matty Hayden, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> uh, Matty Wade, yeah. So, yeah, he's gutsy. He's gutsy. Yeah. Little pocket he, rocket. Well, that World Cup in Dubai last year, the T20 World yep. Cup, if it wasn't for Matty Wade, we wouldn't have made the final. Yeah. He saved our backside so many times. Did you mention – did you mention, did you mention um, Matty um, – oh, who am I thinking of? Who the New South of? Wales wicket keeper. The New South Wales keeper. From when? Uh, 2000s. He's been on our show a hundred times. Mm. Remember he spoke to us in quarantine every day because he was bored? Yeah, who was it? Haddon. Uh, Bra- no, it's Brad Haddon, yeah, not, not Matt. Matt <laughs> I said Matt Hayden. How'd that go? <laughs> uh, the Live Golf Series. Yes, and I'm number four. Live Golf Series. I tell you what, it's it's happening. They're going to take over the PGA. What do you mean it's happening? It's already happened. No, but th- now there's talk now that you're going to get official world ranking points. Oh, really? Mm. Wow. I don't think the PGA can stop them, mate. I don't think I don't I don't the PGA PGA aren't the be all and end all. No, well they have been. They yeah, have but been. But yeah, they've been fine. the only real relevant governing body. But it's a little not bit anymore. Well, it's a little bit like the New South Wales Rugby League, the ARL years ago. They're the only governing body until someone came along and challenged it. Now, I didn't agree with Super League, but I've got to say the changes to the game and modernising the game and, and allowing it to, to move through the times was the best thing that happen, ever happened to rugby league. Um, and the way the game is now is very Super League orientated, the way that the vision that Super League had. So you know, although I don't like rebel tours and I don't like people fighting against the, the machine, um, rattling the cage is not too bad. Now, it looks as though Sydney may miss out on, may miss out on a tournament, a live tournament. Mm. They're looking at bringing two to three to Australia, but there are some 
um, some golf courses or many golf courses in Australia that won't accept the live tournament. That's their problem. Mm. That's their problem, isn't it? Um, I tell you, it's it's exciting time, and I love the whole format. I like the shotgun start as well. No, because, I, don't, I don't like that. No, you got action happening everywhere. Yeah, no. But someone, I want the potential winners to be coming down the eighteenth. I someone someone on said day to me, three, not day four. A couple, a couple of, on day three or day four. You don't want. Well, there is not, no day four. It's that's three right. days. Well, someone said to me the other that's day, "That's what live stands for." No, I know that, mate. I know that. Mm. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but. I had someone say me the other day. LIVs, 54 holes. Yeah, I know. You don't. I do. Someone tried to say me the other day, oh, there's no one there. Look, there's no one on the 18th. I'm going, no, it's a shotgun start. Oh, is it? So there's crowds on every hole, mate. It's, I love it. Don't like it. I, I love it. I don't care. Uh, ben versus Eubank. Is this, um, is this some bloke taking on a bank about some excessive charges? No, Nigel Ben was a famous boxer back in the 80s and 90s, and Chris Eubank was a famous English boxer as well. They had three just absolute wars. Now, both their sons are in line This is to this fight is for Bal world Balboa versus Creed. It's exactly what it is. Balboa, was it Balboa? No, it was Apollo Creed up against Ivan Drago's son. Ah. Yeah, Creed's son versus Drago's son. So they've, um, they're have they set to fight this weekend, but um, Connor Ben, which is Nigel Ben's son, he's tested positive to a banned substance, which is for female infertility. Exactly, yeah. I, so they're trying to get the f- fight to still continue because they're saying what benefit would he get from this banned substance? Yeah, so uh, hopefully it goes ahead because, yeah, as you know, you, you know how much I love my boxing. I, I hope it goes ahead because I've been looking forward to this fight for many months. Don't risk missing uh, all your team's matches the T20 World Cup on KS Sports. This is Sports Day for Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Now, Sats, before we get into an AFL trade update, let's find out what's going down at Aquas Farm. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Paul Knights is joining us. How are you, Paul? Good. How are you this afternoon, guys? Yeah, really well. Really well. Before we start talking about uh, some of the the, uh, offspring that are running this week. We're having a chat at the start of the show, both Jason and I, about when the mares are being serviced, um, the preferred mood music. Yes. That's played. Yes. Is there any mood music at all? Oh, there's a lot of, there's candles, there's a bit of mood music, a bit of scent in there. And it's all, all happening in there. You've got to set, set the scene. Wow. If, if it's a bit quiet at someone's house, I'm speaking not, of course, for myself. Mm. What's the sense to get the mood? Vanilla, sandalwood. Well, what is it? What is it, Paul? What What do you use for the horses? Oh, it could be a bit of that. I mean, it might be a bit of Kramer's uh, scent of the ocean. Scent of the ocean. Mm. Yeah. Now, now, does the do the stallions do they wear a robe <laughs> like before they service the mares and brush their teeth? I think it's more in the off season than that when they're just sitting when they're sitting around chatting to each other and they've got their smoking jackets on and their okay, pipes yep. out and yeah, enjoying like life. Yep. Like sitting on the mahogany, yeah, okay. mahogany <laughs> couch. Yeah. Can we get serious, yep. boys? Performers running uh, in Brisbane this weekend. Paul, tell us all about it. Yeah, performers got uh, four of his stock uh, running on Saturday at Eagle Farm. He's got in race one. He's got number eight, Mashani Star. And that's a two-year-old Phillies race. 
And then in race two, the two-year-old Colts and Geldings race, he's got Mashani Cruz, Mashani Maverick, and Mashani Tycoon. So hopefully they'll be coming home and performing well and doing a good job and setting setting him off on on a great path that we know he'll he'll go on. Now over in the D, uh, the WA, uh, Brave Smashes Offspring is running. Um, how's how's it looking? Does it look promising? Yeah, it looks really good. It's, uh, it's race one over there at uh, Ascot on the weekend, number two, Brave Halo. And, yeah, it'll be a good good chance in that. He's uh, run run two good trials over there, so we're looking forward to him showing showing something as well, which will be an exciting weekend with the first of the performers and the Brave Smashers running around. All right. Good luck with the mate. I hope they all perform well. We'll get an update from you in a couple of weeks' time. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest staying facility, and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Thanks for your time today, Paul. No worries. Thanks, guys. All right, so that's time to get a trade uh, AFL update. Trade up to Continental Ties this trade period. The Gold Coast Suns' uh, Josh Corbett has been traded to Frio, which has given the Suns its future fourth-round pick. Fremantle see him as a replacement for Griffin Logue, who earlier moved to the Kangaroos. That's, that's really interesting. I wonder if he has a say in it, Josh Corbett. Or whether he just you, know, you got to go, mate. We don't we don't see you. Well, there there is a preferred there is a preferred destination. That's where the clubs start discussing, and that's when uh, money is transferred. Uh, that's where um, also trade picks. Uh, sorry, um, draft picks are given up as well. So it is in the best interest of the player, but it's also in the best interest of the club as well because they want to free up as much salary cap space for the future, and that's what's happening um, at the Gold Coast with. Isaac Rankin, because yes. he's not far off in exchange as well. Um, That's a big loss. Well, he wants to go home to Adelaide. Right. Um, so, and still has a, a fair bit left on his, his his contract as well. So it's it works in, in favour of both. We are talking about Josh Dunkley yesterday with Brisbane and the trade. It seems to be at an impasse with uh, the Dogs reportedly so irate they're prepared to let the gun midfielder walk to the preseason draft. So they're not getting what they want. Mm. They're not going to let him go to the draft because they're not going to get anything. No, they won't. So they have to try and do something. So there you go. Trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. A Racing Queensland update. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Oh, here we go. Another big weekend of racing in the Spring Carnival. I just I want to clarify this too before we move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone takes time in celebrating their Spring Carnival in spring, is that right? So Queensland goes first and then it moves down south. Is that right? That's right. I'm asking Chris Nelson, not you. We haven't actually... Introduced him yet? So. Oh, hello, Chris. Oh, sorry, so Chris. Oh, anything, oh, sorry. Here he is, Chris Nelson. Everybody. Now, Chris, is that right? So you can't you, uh, you can't celebrate the spring carnival for the entirety of spring. You, you get a chunk of it. No, well, well, yeah, that's right. And look, we never used to have a spring carnival up here in Queensland. It was just all and spring carnival. Early part of it was Sydney, and then the latter part of it was was Melbourne, and we really didn't have much at all. But uh, everyone's just sort of it's it's not. It's not for the whole of spring. It's just, uh, you know, spring carnivals and good races for, for us, you know, four to six weeks. 
whereas down south they continue on a lot longer. So it's just a, a bit of a right. highlight and a you know a bit of a, a reason to get to the races. So when does our summer carnival? Is this a stupid question? Does the summer carnival start first of December? If you ask yourself, is it a stupid question? You, no. Regularly, it is a stupid question. Well, we started our spring <laughs> carnival before spring started, so that's why I'm asking the question. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, what was the question again? It went, start on the 1st of December? Uh, no, it the, doesn't. It starts in November. Right, there you go. That's what I wanted to find out. Thank you very much, mate. And all right, let's move on. Uh, racing, weekend of racing, uh, lots on this weekend. Yeah, lots of meetings this weekend, of course. Eagle Farm's our feature up uh, here with the Gold Coast as well. And uh, we've got the Warwick Cup on today. We mentioned yesterday on Saturday afternoon. We're looking forward to that one. Uh, hang Sunday, on. Sunday, of course, at the Sunshine Coast. I think they've renamed mm-hmm. it. I just got a, a media release coming through. It's called the Warwick Cupper. Oh. Okay, move on. <laughs> oh, God, how bad is that? That's pretty bad. Mm. <laughs> Keep going, Chris. Keep going. Continue. <laughs> the Warwick Cupper. Yeah, well, we, we get, get it. Anyway, uh, we get it. As in Warwick yeah. Cupper. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to explain one. it. It's just horrible. Keep going, Chris. Uh, yes, and of course, all the great racing down south over the weekend, uh, Caulfield Guineas Day in Melbourne is always one of the best days racing of the entire year. What about tips? Now, I want something like you gave us last week, the $18 at, at Toowoomba. Well, I can't give you one that price, but I have got one at a bit of value there for you, Sats. Race mm-hmm. five at Eagle Farm, number three, on point. Uh, for Rob Heathcote, uh, only a filly having start number four. She looks pretty good. She's she's around double figures, so you could have something on her each way. Uh, she was good at the Sunshine Coast last time. She only beat four rivals, but she did it really easily, and she looked uh, like she had a lot left in the tank at the end. So I think she can go on and, uh, and race well on Saturday, race five, number three. And the other race, nine, number two, Shamrock Lou. Tony Gollan uh, trains this one. There's a lot of speed in this race. Shamrock Lou just sits off and lets them all go and then has the last crack and should be able to run home over the top of them. He loves Eagle Farm and he loves the 1,000 metres. So race five, number three, and race nine, number two. Mm. And I'll throw in one for Sunday, if I may, guys, at mm. the Sunshine Coast. When we're all looking for that winner, come the last race on Sunday afternoon, number 10, race seven, number 10, Sabalenka. Uh, Rob Heathcote again. Jimmy Orman will ride. Got too far back out of her ground last time out, but she ran on really well. Uh, she won't be as far back this time, and she'll take a lot of beating. Race 7, number 10. Now, Nelson, I've got to go to Caboolture, uh Sunday week. And mm-hmm. My daughter's dancing. I have no zero. I have zero interest. <laughs> zero interest in watching all the dance mums. Yep. You know, and my daughter doesn't want me there because I'm a pain in the backside. Should be, uh, is there a nice uh, drinking hole in Caboolture we could have a, a schooner in? Uh well, I, re- I reckon there would be probably more than one or two there in Caboolture, but I don't go to Caboolture. I drive right past it. I'm a Bruce. I don't really go. Well, you'll be coming. I take the turn off to Caboolture. If but, I'm uh, if I'm being well, if I'm I won't being, be coming. If, oh. if I'm being tortured, you're being tortured. I can tell you, I have been down that path of the daughter <laughs> dancing, and I've done my time. Now it's your turn. Uh, Queensland Never again. Queensland Spring Carnival is here. It's not down south. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Thanks for clarifying my uh, dumb questions, mate. Oh, happy to anytime, Jace. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year.
Radio Sats, time to get all the latest odds with Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport. Top Sport, home of the Top Sports betting multi. Download the Top Sport app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I did have my phone off while I was in Bali, but mm. there was one thing I saw was this bloke's horse wins the Toowoomba Cup. Yep. How are you, Tristo? Yeah, very good, Jason. Yeah, we tipped it. I tipped it exclusively to uh, to Stats and Badge on the show whilst you're away. So, uh, yeah, it's a shame you missed out on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a big it? shame, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Tristo, before we get to Bathurst cricket and some of the big races around um, the NRL Grand Final, did you guys take a bath with 13-plus and Clive Churchill medalist? Yeah, the punters were way too good for us on the grand final. The 13 pluses, you touched on the Panthers with the dominant side all year, and there were a lot of people expecting that uh, that result. I thought Parramatta might have kept it a little bit tight early, but Penrith were just clinical and dominant. They did very well. And then that Clive Churchill, as you touched on, Dylan Edwards, we opened about 11 or $12, which in hindsight was probably a little bit too high with the narrative and the storyline going around. And he was smashed. He was backed into $5.50. That was our worst result on a Clive Churchill for many a year. And it was thoroughly deserved. He had a great game. And that cover tackle, it reminded me of someone from uh, Penrith Victory uh, many, many years ago. Well, funny you should mention that because we've been talking about that all week and it's a good chance for Sats to bring up his tackle again. And (laughs) uh, which one was better? This is a lot of our Satch thinks he's is. Which I one? Did, which never, one do you think's better, Tristan? Tristan? You know me. I never said that. <laughs> oh well, off, off air, Satch obviously claimed it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I thought they were both very, very uh, impressive tackles. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, Thank you very much, Tristan. Well done. Game. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's a great answer. Uh, Bathurst one thousand. Geez, they're slipping and sliding everywhere. How's this market looking? Oh, it's a cracking market. We're obviously the uh, the official wagering partner of Bathurst, so we've. The boys have gone to town and stuck a lot of markets up, which have been very interesting to price given the weather. But the uh, the outright market's obviously the most popular where Shane Van Gisbergen and Tanda, he's very good on the wet SVG. He's, they're the favourites at $4.60. The Davidson duo, $5.50 second favourite. Last year's winner, Mostart and Coulthard, $6.50. Then Waters and Moffat, 7 and then Jamie Winkup, he's back, and he's uh, driving with Rob Feeney. That's at $9.50. But have a look at all the markets this evening. They'll, they'll be all up on the website. We've got 50 or 60 of them there. Plenty of unique ones as well. Bathurst Bingo is a very popular one. So check it all out uh, leading into the big race on Sunday. Tristo, like the races, like the horse races, are the odds, and this might be a silly question, um, are the odds affected by the rain where some drivers are much suited to the conditions? What? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you take it into the form line. You, you, there's plenty of people that are much better drivers in the wet. Like, for example, if my wife was uh, driving, yep. she, her odds double when, when she drives in the yeah, wet. So gotcha. it's, mm-hmm. it's very similar to the uh, to the Bathurst drivers. Good comparison. Shane like is, a, <laughs> is, is a known wet track driver. Okay, in that case, then Dave Reynolds won the race in 2017 when it was also very wet. What are his odds? Yeah, well, on that note, he's been back from $31 into 17 So there is that form line there. Obviously, there's some sharp funders out there that are drawing parallels to that form line, and, uh, and he has firmed up a little bit. So, yeah, Reynolds into $17 with Campbell as the co-driver. So might be a little bit of value there, Jase. Uh, the West Indies lost that game last night against the Aussies. How's game two look at the Gabba Friday night? Yeah, I look like my indoor cricket team on a Tuesday, the drop catches there <laughs> in the last over. Are you playing uh, indoor cricket? How good's indoor cricket? Are you, are oh. you still playing? Is that still going? Mm. 
I love indoor cricket. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it, it's a great game. And, uh, yeah, no, my form, it, it, we actually set lines on my performance each week. Over <laughs> and under a half is normally the other uh, line <laughs> set. But, um, the, uh, yeah, the Aussies go in as firm favourites against the West Indies. $1.25, West Indies $4. And there's a little bit of jet lag for the Windy, so there might be a bit of value, I think, in game two uh, up at the Gabba there. But, uh Aussies have changed their, their squad around for, for the, the later game. So I suspect they'll be going at all guns blazing to get the result and go 2 nil up. But, uh, yeah, firm favourites. But it was a really tight game last night. You wouldn't hand them on medium pace outswingers in indoor cricket. <laughs> they're outstanding. I'm tipping I wouldn't, no. Yeah, they're outstanding. Yeah, we'll have to get you down mm. for a game. It'll, we'll, we'll, we'll lock that in. So yeah, absolutely. Be, uh, now, yeah, my, uh, I'll come and have a beer. What are the big races? What are the big races coming up this weekend? Well, I think we'll focus on the Melbourne card because, unfortunately, Randwick, there's a lot of weather down there. But we've got a race which I think is going to be one, uh, one to remember over the back of spring. We've got the Might and Power at Caulfield where Animo makes the trip from Sydney down to Melbourne. $2.50 favourite, Zaki, $4.40. Then you've got I'm Thunderstruck and Alligator Blood at $6 with Mr Brightside there at 16 I think that's going to be a beauty. I, I think uh, Alligator Blood and I'm Thunderstruck represent a little bit of value in that race. And then the Guineas... Unfortunately, Arf Cabin uh, bled there a week or so ago, and it's been eliminated or removed from the field. It was going to be the the, form, the firm favourite in this race, which now sees Golden Mile, the two dollars seventy pick, Berkeley Square at five dollars, and Tijuana. It's been smashed ten dollars into seven dollars fifty. So a really good card of racing at Caulfield. There's some good races at Randwick, but obviously there's going to be a lot of changes based on the weather. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that as we get closer to the weekend. Top Sport, home of the Top Sports betting multi. Uh, download the Top Sport app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll catch you next Thursday, Tristo. Thanks, guys. That's it, Sats. Got to go. This has been Sports Day for another week. Uh, and don't forget, too, you can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Back Monday. Are we not going to get Jack to do a Champions League update? No. Please. Seriously. I'm tired enough. I know. I really am. He's a, two, he's a great cure for insomnia, Jack. <laughs> I mean, Manchester City beat Copenhagen yep. 5-0 with some <laughs> good Haaland. Copenhagen was an ice cream. <laughs> they, they took on, yeah. And actually, New Zealand ice creamery beat Sevilla 4-1. So we're back Monday. How did Tom and Jerry's go? <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Jerry's? That's the, no. Oh, no, no. What no is that's it? the that's the cat and mouse. What's the, ben know. and Jerry's. That's <laughs> Uh, they beat Mr. Whippy. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back Monday night. Goodbye! Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.